0: hello welcome to a new episode of reddit readings in today's episode we are hearing about friends that stab you in the back enjoy reddit readings episode 42 with the lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere stab you in the back what is the story made plans to go see a movie with my friends for my 16th birthday and planned it weeks in advance everybody bailed the day before but i decided to still go see the movie ran into my whole group of friends leaving the movie theater while buying popcorn that's brutal did you confront them yeah lot of hemming and hawing with no real explanation and no apology. Still went to see my movie, Underworld, and learned a valuable lesson about people and friends. Sucked at the time, but eventually that lesson was a great birthday gift. Best friend stopped talking to me after my dad died. Took the whole friend group with him. Apparently I was too emotional. I was 13. Having my entire friend group walk away from me when I was in such a shitty place stuck with me forever. This was similar to my experience as well. I lost my father at 9 year old and all but one of my friends ditched because they didn't know how to deal with a person in grief. I'm still close with the friend that stayed 21 years later. Hope everything is going well now. Asked two of my friends if they wanted to live together in college. Then one of them asked another person in our friend group if he wanted to join in as well. Then they asked another, and another, and then once there were too many people for one apartment, they dropped me out of it. No longer friends with any of them. Was kinda a wake up call though, because I definitely gave way too much of myself to those people not knowing that I was the most expendable one. It really taught me not to put others on a pedestal and respect myself more, and has since led to me developing far more healthy relationships that bring me a lot of happiness. She slept with my boyfriend because she thought she was in love with me? Wack-ass shit I ever heard. I had a best friend that I knew for 16 years. She got pregnant and her parents tried to kick her out. Her parents wanted her to get an abortion but she refused. One of our HS friends told me someone should push her down a flight of stairs so she can miscarry. I told her that's a very bad idea and defended my best friend. The next day, the principal came by my class to ask me if I could attend a meeting about something important. If I didn't attend, I was going to be expelled. When I arrived to the meeting, a shared friend claimed I was going to shove my best friend down flights of stairs so she can miscarry. My best friend believed her. We stopped talking after that. Years ago when I did a health sciences undergraduate degree, most of the cohort was determined to get into medical school. Our medical school program mainly accepted students from only our competitive undergraduate course due to subject prerequisites. We all knew each other and were friendly, hanging out together, and forming study groups. Many of my friends were great, we shared tips, resources, practiced exams and interviews together. But there were a handful who really wanted to get into medical school, and since the program ranks applicants, mainly based on undergraduate results, the better your friends perform, the lower your ranking is for selection. So near application time, some of us would head off to the university library to borrow out textbooks to find chapters or page numbers that the lecturer mentioned would be on the exam, and they would be ripped out. You go and find another library copy of the textbook, and that page would be ripped out too. All of them, totally removed in a hurry. I didn't believe that someone from our cohort did it, until interview practice began. Students began obtaining copies of the questions from previous years, and lying when others asked if they had it. I saw someone give a terrible awful interview answer and the other student would give them glowing feedback and inform them they should say that, word for word, during the interview. It was a shit show and a lot of relationships fell apart or were never the same again. I had one friend. I was bullied by everyone at elementary school. Because my friend would be bullied too when they hung out with me at school, we only played outside of school. One day a popular kid asked to play with me during recess, I was ecstatic, until after a while they said you're not as bad as friends said you are, and that's how I learned why I was bullied. My mother told me she was sick of being with dad. She told me a bunch of things he'd done which made her afraid of him. She asked me to tell a few of her close friends about how she was being treated because she wanted them to understand why she was leaving. Then she decided to stay with him. So she told her friends that she had no idea what was wrong with me, but they should pray for me because it looked like I was going through something. My own mother stabbed me in the back. Friend told me they weren't doing anything for their birthday. On the day of their birthday, photos appeared on Facebook of them out with the rest of our friends. They are not my friends anymore. Fuck man. One of my most painful memories from elementary school was when I saw one of my friends showing other kids pictures from her birthday party that happened the weekend prior. Almost all of my good friends were there having a blast with her, except me, obviously. She seemed remorseful when she realized that she forgot to invite me, but we were never as close after that, and we were pretty good friends with each other too. That happened to me around this time last year. I had a group of friends who slowly started hanging out without me, around the time I was going through a breakup, and my dad was in and out of the ER, and at the point where he was undergoing testing for cancer. Every time I reached out to any of these friends to see if anything was planned, or the night or weekend, I'd be met with nothing, and when offering to hang out they'd provide any number of excuses. Then one of them posted pictures on Instagram of the entire friend group hanging out without me over the course of those couple of weeks. I felt absolutely crushed. I needed my friend group those past two weeks, but they decided I wasn't worth their time, and that devastated me to the point that I called one of them up at midnight telling them how hurt I felt. She blabbed to everyone in the group and the person who posted the pictures messaged me telling me your feeling hurt was unwarranted, and then had everyone in that group block me on all social media. They then proceeded to spread a rumor that I wanted to kill myself because I wasn't included in a picture. Naturally they didn't include any mentions of me going through a breakup or hearing that my dad was in the ER every couple of days, or the fact that they were hanging out without me the entire time. I only pray that it bites all of them in the ass. People deserve to know the truth about them and I will start with Reddit. Been very good friends for over 2 years. Their roommate moved out and they asked me if I want to move into their spare room. I was very happy to live with my good friends and I did everything I could to be the best roommate possible. After 3 weeks they found another source of income and kicked me out first they offered to help me find another accommodation but the next day they changed their mind and just told me to leave by the end of the month it was seven days until the end of the month they didn't spoke to me ever since when we met somewhere in town they acted like they never seen me before i have no fucking idea what i did wrong
1: it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper
0: I tell them so, all 5 friends say okay, we will be there, no one shows up or even has the decency to call or text that they were not coming. A quiet girl I made friends with would only sit with me in class, just so she can go snitch about me to my ex friends. She would literally sit next to me for 1 or 2 classes, randomly, then go sit with them, later. I called her out on it after she came to sit next to me and told her why do you even bother sitting with me when we both know you're just trying to get shit to talk about me with them. When I come back from the bathroom you better go sit somewhere else. I was usually very quiet and that was the first time I stood up for myself. In 2014 I woke up January 1st in horrible pain. I ended up needing an emergency surgery to remove my gallbladder. I was a single mom to 2 kids under 5 and had just moved back to my hometown after living out of state. We'd had to leave a really shitting living situation and had only been back about a month and I had not found a job at that point. I had had a really close family friend who had been living with me before I had moved back and he ended up homeless. So I bought him an $80 bus ticket and got him back to our hometown and let him stay with me a few days. He quickly found another place to stay, but we had invited him to my youngest son's second birthday, which is the 6th of January. I was like 4 days out from surgery at this point and could barely make it down my stairs at this point, so he offered to go and pick up the pizza and cake for my son for me. We didn't have a huge party or anything. I was on food stamps and had cash assistance since my son's dad was not involved at all and did not pay child support. Even so I offered for him to get himself a small pizza to take back to the girl he was staying with since her and her kids couldn't make it over. So party goes great, everyone has a good time, especially both my kids. A few days later my grandma was going to go grocery shopping for me, so I go to get my card and realize it's not there. I never got it back from the guy, and I forgot he even had it, since I was all doped up on pain meds from surgery. I tried calling him like 5 times and he didn't answer, so I get onto my account online to check my balance and he took everything. I had like $600 in cash paid my rent, and bought my kids the things they needed, and then I had like $750 in food stamps. All of it was gone. He let the girl he was staying with convince him to steal my money from me. I'd only use the money to buy the bus ticket and the pizza and cake for my son, since I'd been in the hospital for the first 4 days of the year and only home for 2 after that. It is still to this day the most intentionally fucked up thing anyone has ever done to me. Mostly because it was such a huge fuck you to my kids. Like who steals from a single mom recovering from a life-saving surgery on her kid's birthday? Especially after I helped him. Like holy shit. My wife said she needed some time for herself, so she went to stay at her mom's for a while. One day I went to pick up my kids and walked in on her, and my best friend having sex. Turns out it had been going on for a while and she knew him, before she knew me, which I had no clue about. We, my husband and I, had a friend, that we helped, get back on his feet. Paid off some tickets he had. Got his license reinstated. Hooked him up with a solid connection for a reasonable, well-running car to replace his beta, and gave him a place to live and a job, automotive repair, he decided it was a better choice to tell all our customers we were overcharging them, spoiler, we weren't, and he'd do the jobs cheaper, if they'd bring it to him at his house, this was a short time, after he moved out of our house, after never repaying anything he owed us, not that we'd asked, broke my heart, had a good bud of mine, who's the godfather of my son, living with me and my wife, I travel a lot for work and was out of the country for about 6 months in the middle east. Came back and found out she was pregnant with twins and that they weren't mine. For several years, I was best friends with 2 other girls in my elementary school. We always hung out together at school and outside of school. When I was 10, I befriended a nice boy in my class and rumors started circling that he was my boyfriend, he was not. However, they got jealous that I was spending time with him, and befriended some kids who liked to tease me. Then, word got around that I had started my period and apparently this was hilarious and also conclusive proof that I could no longer be friends with them. So one day after school those girls and their new friends ganged up on me and tried to beat me up to signal the end of our friendship. Then, when I was 11 I attended a new school, and I became friends with these girls who were really nice to me. I was the only foreigner in the class, and it was a bit difficult for me to adjust, so I was grateful that some students were being welcoming. They invited me to a sleepover to celebrate one girl's birthday, and they sexually assaulted me by groping me and trying to forcibly undress me despite my protests. Obviously, I was massively disturbed and after that, kept my distance. Then they had the audacity to ask why I was ignoring them. I don't know, because you clearly have no respect for me or my bodily autonomy. When you have multiple instances of friends harming you and betraying your trust during a pivotal point in your childhood, it seriously damages your ability to connect with others or maintain a healthy self-image. My best friend and I worked together for 3 years at a restaurant. I was the night manager and was really cool with all of the employees, but especially her. We hung out outside of work all the time. She went with me to the beach and carnivals with my kids, who adored her. She started dating this guy at work, who was slowly becoming a drug addict. I could see it, my crackhead on made it easy to spot, but no one else could. After he fucked up for the 10th time in a week and started nodding out at the sink, he was fired by my boss on a Saturday. The following Monday night, at closing time, he came in the back door, wearing a ski mask. I was walking towards the front door to lock it when I was grabbed from behind and felt something cold against my neck. It took me a second to realize it was a knife. He said get me the money, but I couldn't move. I was literally paralyzed with fear. My brain was screaming at me to move towards the register, but my feet just wouldn't move. He screamed give me the money again, but I was frozen. He then dragged me to the register, made me open it, grabbed a fistful of 20s, and ran out the back. My best friend at the time this whole thing went down. Conveniently, in the bathroom. I was still in shock trying to explain to the police on the phone what had just happened when I hung up the phone. She asked what had happened, and I told her I had just been robbed at fucking knife point. Her exact response was, I hope no one thinks I had anything to do with this. Um what? So long story short, they find the guy, I told them I recognized his voice, and he rats her out on the setup, the setup was her texting him and all clear when only she and I were in the building, he didn't have to though, she quit the next day, and stopped replying to my texts. When I found out I was heartbroken, this is someone who was around my kids regularly. I was diagnosed with extreme anxiety and PTSD after being robbed and still have flashbacks randomly. If someone comes up behind me and startles me I panic. The amount of money my life was worth to them? $440. The punishment they received. He got 2 years in jail, 50 years suspended, 1 year of probation. She got one year probation. I had to quit the job I had over a decade because I couldn't stand being in there anymore. Thank you for listening to Reddit Readings, episode 42. If you enjoyed it, consider subscribing and leaving a rating.
1: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all
1: things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast.